What is up, guys? Welcome to Instagram Marketing Secrets, episode 27, take three, in-depth hashtag analysis. Yes, this is my third take on this. The first one, it was great, but the audio was horrible because I was driving, as I am now, but I got it fixed. And the second time, I was just in a rush. I was trying to get it done in time before I got to my destination. I was just speaking too quick. I was rambling. You guys deserve better than that. So here we are at take three. I plan on this one being the last take, but also the best take. So let's get into it here because when I look back at my episodes and I see how many plays each of them got, I realized that episode number two about hashtags got the most plays by like a good amount too. And as I've been doing some analysis of some of your accounts, I've learned that a lot of you are doing really great hashtag usage, but could still use maybe a little bit of improvement. And that's probably the most common thing I saw throughout all the accounts is that just a little bit of tweaking on the hashtags could be a game changer for you. So I wanna give you in-depth analysis of hashtags and not just do this, do that. I'm actually going to explain why you do it because as Instagram's algorithm changes, I don't want you guys to necessarily always be like, Derek, what do we have to do now? I want you guys to be able to think for yourselves and understand why we do large hashtags why we do small ones and what they do for you so you can make decisions. I wanna teach you guys how to think about Instagram, not just tell you what to do. And I would encourage you guys to not only question everything I say to an extent, right? It never hurts to try what I'm saying and then analyze if it's working for you. But that's the same with anyone that would teach you anything about anything really um, is yes learn and know hey this person probably knows better than me and I've got some things to learn from them but apply it and make it your own too you never want to just cookie cutter copy everything so without further ado I want to tell you guys all about my hashtag blueprint okay how many of each size hashtag do I do each time and how many tags let's start there how many tags do I do I do between 25 and 30 every single time and I have tested every number there is known to man <laughs> between 0 and 30 which is I believe 30 numbers and uh, I've tested all those numbers to see what actually works the best for me because there's theories out there that 5 is best 10 is best 15 27 is a common theory as well and um, and 30, of course, is out there too, because why would you not give yourself 30 chances for people to find you? And I found that 30 is the best. And um, maybe this is different if you're a large account, which is why I say, hey, make sure this information works with you before just blindly following. But as I go back through all my view insights, by far the most views I get from hashtags is when I use 30, which makes all the sense in the world. So let's just do that or at least try it and see how it works for you. Especially if you are a new account, newer account, absolutely use all 30. Next thing I get asked is where do I put them in the comments or the caption? Well, there's not a cookie cutter answer to that, but I can tell you the pros and cons of each. The pros of putting them in the comments is it's said to be less tacky than keeping your hashtags in the caption where there's already all this other text, right? So as far as when you should put them in the comments, I think it's an obvious example, but if you were Apple, 
like the computer company, they're probably not gonna put up 30 hashtags in their caption. They're just a little bit too big of a brand and it's kind of tacky in my opinion and they probably think so too. So if they do even do hashtags, they're probably in the comments. Um, the only con to keeping them in the comments is you can't copy and then paste them into new posts at a later date. So what I recommend is that if you don't think it is tacky on your account or at least in the market that you're in, because some of the markets that I'm in, like people keep them in the captions and it's totally fine. Like it's just a thing. No one's really thrown off when they're not there. So I absolutely would recommend keeping them in the captions if you don't think it's weird because you can go in and edit the post and then go ahead and copy and paste all of the hashtags. So when would I do this, okay? Let me give you an example. If it is like you're a keto recipe account, so maybe you post a keto dessert. So obviously the hashtags behind your keto desserts are gonna be different around the hashtags versus your keto dinners. So you're posting a new dessert photo, you can go back to your old keto dessert photo, go in there, edit, copy, and then paste all of the hashtags and then modify three to five of them to give yourself variation. And that's what I do in one of my main accounts is that I've got about eh, five posts that I do all the time and then I do some random posts here and there, but I always go back and I'm like, okay, this is, well, I'll just give you a more specific example in my aquarium industry. When there's a freshwater tank, I go back and grab freshwater ones. When it's a saltwater tank, I go ahead and grab saltwater hashtags. And then I vary, uh, usually right around five of them to make the hashtags specific to this new picture. And we're gonna go into that a little bit more, uh, a little bit later in this uh, message here. So so that is where, why you should put them in the comments versus the caption. One other thing to monitor is I have seen a couple accounts post that Instagram is not liking them in the comments anymore. I have not seen that to be true, but it is something to monitor, all right? The other thing with hashtags is that you have to make sure that when your post is posted, that the hashtags are already in there, okay? If you're going to keep them in your caption, make sure that right from the start, right when you post it, that they're in there. If you are going to put them in the comments, then make sure all of your tags are copied and ready to instantly go in the comment section of that post as soon as it is posted. Why is this? It's because of mostly the large hashtags. And what I want you guys to understand is think of the large hashtag in your industry. And if you would go to that, that tags page, which has likely a few million posts on it, and then you go to recent, and so you're just viewing all the tags chronologically, that first post there was probably posted five seconds ago. And the second one was probably posted 25 seconds ago. And the third one, 42 seconds ago. And they're all just very close together. And the thing is, is Instagram doesn't make it that it's in chronological order based on when you put the tag there. It's in chronological order based on when the post was posted and it's not activated until the tag is on it, obviously. So if you post and then take three minutes to do your hashtags 
and then put them on, you will have never had a chance to be in that number one spot on those big tags as far as the recent post, right? You will already, like by the time you put it on three minutes later, you'll be 20 posts down the line and you just ruin the whole point of using big hashtags. So make sure if you are gonna put them in the comments before you do your post, all the tags are already copied and ready to instantly paste, okay? Last thing I wanted to talk about before I go into my blueprint for hashtag strategy is that it's one thing to think, okay, this tag has a lot of posts over time, so it's good. Versus that's not really, like, you got to know that's not the number that actually matters. Number of total posts infers at how many followers that post has because generally speaking the more posts a tag has the more followers it has however it does not mean it's necessarily true because it only matters if that tag has followers so to give you an example there there's a weird tag i'm just going to give you an example in my aquarium market sorry i always resort to that if I don't have another example like this is just the market that I really really understand so the tag all my money goes to coral it doesn't have a lot of total posts but it has a ton of followers on it so what that means is that is the best a tag could be okay lots of followers not a lot of total posts money but Instagram doesn't give us the information on how many people follow a tag. If you listen to my episode on how to measure the strength of hashtags using story posts, then yes, that is the one way that you can get this information. Absolutely go back to that. But in short, when you use a hashtag on a story post, you can go in and see how many people viewed your story from that hashtag, which tells you how many people follow it. So I would highly recommend you do this with your market, but just because there's a post that has a ton of posts on it, doesn't necessarily mean it has a ton of follower followers on it. It's just a general rule of thumb that typically works, okay? But I want you guys to understand that, okay? When people are saying, hey, make sure you use posts between 50,000 and 2 million, it's because generally speaking, they have a good amount of followers and there's not a ton of competition, but it's something to monitor because there are some posts that only have 20,000 total posts on it, but maybe it's geared towards like a really specific community and it does have a lot of total followers on it. And those are the best tags that you could be using. So make sure you use my strategy of measuring the strength of hashtags by using story posts, uh, hashtags, and you know, seeing how many views you get because that's going to give you all that insight that you need. All right, now that you understand more about how they work, let me give you my blueprint. My blueprint is that I use five to 10 hashtags between zero to 50,000 total posts. Then I use 15 to 20 hashtags that have 50,000 to 2 million total posts. And then the remainder, which is five to 10, comes from posts that have over 2 million total posts on them. Because generally speaking, the ones that have a ton have a lot of followers. 
but obviously they have a lot of competition. The low ones don't have a lot of followers, but they don't have a lot of competition. And the middle ones are somewhere in the sweet spot. So that's why we do the most of them. So why do we do the small ones at all? Okay, these are the under 10,000 posts even sometimes. These are the ones that are very, very specific to the photo that you're posting. Okay, so maybe, let me go back to my keto recipes thing. So you post a dish that has steak and broccoli on it. So you do hashtag broccoli recipes. Broccoli recipes has less than 10,000 posts. I'm guessing. I, maybe it has like 20,000. I don't know. But I'm sure it's less than 50,000 at least. Broccoli recipes. Why do I do that? There's not a ton of followers on it. However, there's not a lot of competition. So I'm going to be there for a long time. I might even be trending on that hashtag for a couple months. And when people do go to broccoli recipes, I am exactly what they are looking for. So that's why you have to do these specific tags. And these specific tags are only eligible to ever be used on this specific post. So these ones are ones that are totally unique to the post. I rarely use them again. If anything, I might use them two to five times a year max, these real small ones but they're so specific to each individual photo that I am putting myself on the map of all of these small tags. And what that's going to do is it's going to make it so I might get some likes on posts two months after they're posted. Will it make it retrend? No. However, that person who found that post two months ago was exactly looking for that. They went to that tag specifically. They're like, I need broccoli recipes. There's only 10,000 total posts. All right, hey, here's this guy right here, okay? So you get my point. That's why we're on those. And these will pay off in the long run. They won't get you likes right away, but they will get you specific likes from targeted followers in the long run, and you will own that tag for a long time. They are long-term moves. The medium tags are where the magic happens. These are the ones that, like I said, it's in the sweet spot. They can carry you to good success and it will keep your post trending for at least two to four weeks before they get washed away, okay? Four weeks would be like really, really, really good though. Two weeks is, is more what they do, and if you uh, you know, are able to trend on them, you're gonna be gaining likes from your post for the next two weeks on them, and they are more targeted followers, right? Because these are your general middle of the pack hashtag. So maybe for like that same keto dish, it would be like, keto recipes okay so broccoli recipes is my small one which is very specific keto recipes is my medium hashtag which has a lot of followers but they may or may not be looking for a dish that includes broccoli <laughs> okay i'm just making this example up on the spot i can do it for any market but now you get it and then the big tag would be hashtag keto okay lots of followers lots of total posts it's gonna gain me likes in the first hour for two hours, maybe, if I'm lucky. And the thing is, is if you're a huge account and you kill it on that post, then yeah, you're gonna gain likes on that for a few weeks and it's gonna gain you a ton of likes, right? That's why like, once you get to be a big account, 
it gets easier and easier to compound on your growth. That's why you hear accounts that are like, oh, as soon as I got past a thousand followers, it got so much easier. Then I got past 10,000 followers. Then it got way easier. Then I got past a hundred. And then I was just gaining like a thousand a day, right? It's because they're able to trend on the top hashtags with the size of their account. But like I said, it's going to gain new likes in the first hour or two. And the first, and the likes that you gain in the first hour or two are the best likes, okay? I'm gonna tell you guys a little bit more about that in just a sec. So back to what I was saying, I was saying that you guys are going to be able to gain likes in the first hour by using these big hack hashtags. And the likes that you gain in the first hour are the most important. If you wanna get a post that gets over a thousand likes, you need to get a hundred likes in the first hour. If you want to get a post that gets over a thousand likes, you need to get over a hundred likes in the first hour. And we get a lot of those likes for free, roughly 20 to 50 of them, from using five to 10 of these big tags. And sometimes it's an auto responder, auto liker account that does it, which still counts for something. I don't think it counts as much in Instagram's mind, but it still counts for something because as Instagram shows people your post, if they like it, it shows more people. If they don't like it, it stops showing it. So I want, so that's why you have to have really good content, right? Because if it's not good and it doesn't get liked, it just stops getting shown. But if you can get those likes in the first hour, then it's going to keep going, okay? And you need it to gain past that first hour. So that's why we use five to 10 of the big tags. So guys, that's my in-depth hashtag blueprint strategy. Please message me if you've got thoughts that are any different and you know maybe you found that in your account or market that you do things a little bit differently. And uh, if you got some good value out of today's episode, all I ask is that you just share the podcast with one person, okay? Just share it with one person that might gain value from it too. Thanks so much, guys. I appreciate you a ton.